Hey guys, how's it going? This is Josue Salcedo, youth pastor of Remnant Youth here at King Jesus Ministry. This is the Remnant Youth Podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in with us today. And if you're looking for something that speaks louder than your situation and you want to know what God is saying now, then this message is for you. All right, so our first question is, how do you know when you're ready to walk into your purpose? Why are you giving me the hard ones? I'm joking. <laughs> How do you know when you're educated? Say it again. How do you know when you're ready to walk into your purpose? That, that question, can, can I ask something? You heard the revelation of apostle. That's right. Do you have any question on the revelation he just released? The mysteries is in the atmosphere. Okay, yeah. question. Say it loud. I don't like question. that question. Can okay, I, can I say on, quickly? Can Come I on, lift your hands quickly. Uh-huh. There's something. The question about what he re- he, he just revealed. Uh-huh. Do you have any suggestions for us young people on discerning the seasons and the timing? You mentioned it at the beginning of the teaching. Okay. Yes. A season with God. I could have I could have answered that question, but I, but you know we're, we're going to take this one because I believe everything here is by way of purpose and design. That's a good question. One of the ways how you know is your season comes to an end. There's what I call an appointed end, and there's an appointed beginning. An appointed beginning is where God begins something new in you that sometimes you have no reference for. All you know is the direction of it is God, because it couldn't happen any other way. So that's one of the ways how you know is also in seasons, when seasons have come to an end, they slow down. They don't accelerate. Mm. And, and when they slow down, it's God basically unwinding you from the past season. Because you can't come into the new season with, pardon the expression, you can't come into the new season of your purpose stale. That's why when anybody comes into something new, they're fresh. So those are signs. And, and, and you have to remember, there's a difference between times, mm-hmm. season, and purposes. Amen. The chance is a purpose, purpose. Seasons, seasons, and times. And times. Purpose is the original intent, is what you were created for. He just said it. Mm-hmm. Now, times is natural, is what you live every day. You get up, General. you go sleep, you work, you get up, you sleep, you're doing the natural purpose. That's what you do. In time, nothing supernatural happened. Mm-hmm. Now, when you get into your season, it's marked by a divine favor. In other words, you know you're in your purpose because you, you see supernatural events taking place in your life. Comprende? Okay, let me, let me put it another way. Let me put it another way. If you never see anything supernatural in your life, you're not in your season. Because your season, you will see uh, divine connections, mm-hmm. places, doors. Mm-hmm. There's so many people. Let me, let me give you a very good sign that you're in your season. You will be in demand. Mm-hmm. If you're single, hey. Dalton, if you're in demand, hey. you're in your purpose, boy. <laughs> Can you put your hand together? What is the question? That's good. What is the difference between a purpose and a calling? Go ahead. I'll let you start. It's your house. <laughs> <laughs> Did 
you just read the scripture that it says we were called according to the purpose. Yeah. Call is who you are. Mm -hmm. Call is an invitation of God. Mm -hmm. Call is, the Bible said, holy calling. Mm -hmm. In other words, the purpose is what you created for. In other words, there's a different, he just, he just mentioned it. The calling, the purpose, and destiny. People can put it together and put it all together. It's not everything. It's not all together. No. The calling is an invitation from God to do your purpose. Yeah. And, and remember conversation? Yes. I, think, I think this is really important. And they're not all at the same time. Yes, that's true. That, that is the key word. They're not all at the same time. Not everybody enter at the same time. Exactly. Okay, yes, yes. you're right. Because there's a, prep, there's a preparation between the call and the assignment. Yes. And that's what a lot of, and that's why in church, when we see people who are, who are we know they're called to ministry, but using the natural expression, they haven't paid their dues. So they're not prepared. I, I'm not saying that you weren't called, but you've not been prepared. Because, can I say this? because you're prepared by way of serving. Yes. Ecclesiastes, when it says to everything there is a time and a purpose, and a season for everything, it, it, if to, to be real clear on it, time is a servant. Mm -hmm. Time is where character comes from. Yes. Whatever point your character is developed to, that affects how long you will keep a season in your life. And that, that has to be very clear. I think that needs to be clear. I have to stop to say it because I mean, that's very important. And remember what Apostle said, um, that is what process comes to. Yes, totally. You know, you need to be processed. Do you know what the word process means? What does that mean? No, no, I just want you to ask me. Please tell me. What is a process? What is process? The word process. What is it? Hmm? Training. What else? It's very simple. Process is a steps. Steps. Mm -hmm. You take steps. Guidance. You yes. go steps. Continue steps toward a destiny. In other words, when you're going through the process, you're going through steps. Mm -hmm. that in that process, he said it, servanthood is the key. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. You understand? In other words, there's people trying to avoid process. They want to go directly to purpose yes. and to calling. Yes. Yes. But what happened is if you're not process, if you're avoiding process, you are avoiding, you're disqualified for your purpose. Yes. Yes, 100%. You're not going anywhere until you decide, I'm going to go through a process. In this house, we have a process. The people are processed in the vision of this house. If you don't like the vision, you're saying, I don't like purpose. Because purpose is, you, you are processed through a vision, serving a house. And also, I think a key, that's so powerful what you said, because the secret is what you're processed for comes natural to you. Yes. If you're not processed, it's not natural to you. You will always resist something, but you're not really, or your heart was, that's the key word. Yes. That your heart was not in... That's the Reverend, I feel it in the spirit yeah, right there. Come on, come on, come on, yes. Yeah, That's it. where most people break up. Even though you were, you served, 
but your heart, if you had an ulterior motive, your heart was not in the spirit of a servant. And so you're not developed. You're actually deformed even when you come to lead. You gotta, there's a grace of God upon people when they're going through the process. And that process is ordained by God. There's some things you don't want to do. But because it's part of your process, part of your purpose, God releases a grace to submit to the process. Amen. Otherwise, you go. You, you, <laughs> I remember before I came to ministry, I went to my pastor so many times. I served in that church for 10 years. And I asked him, I begged him. And I said, can I work for the church? Pay me $5 an hour. Well, don't pay me anything, but I want to come to work for, the, for God. And he never took me in because it was part of my purpose to go work outside, deal with people. When it comes to church, it really worked for me. Comprende? Okay, what's the other question? How do Don't you ask so many questions at the same time, please, as I see everybody. Okay? How do you know if your purpose and calling is for ministry? Next one. Okay, Brian. Not shout it, you're a preacher. You don't need microphone. <laughs> what, um, this is for Apostle Rennie. Um, you went over the verse that says, um, in a man's heart, there's uh, plans in a man's heart, but the Lord's counsel, another translation said, the Lord's advice will prevail. Uh, my question is, what's the difference between somebody that, um, and we've seen this in our ministry, that is talented and somebody that just wants to be in ministry to supersede the apostle or somebody. Like, if I come in, like, let's say I have my PhD and I'm very talented. Preach, heal, and deliver. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> so-called, so so-called, so-called. And I come in, and I come in, and I'm super talented. I know I'm very eloquent. I know how to speak. I know how to sing. I know how to shout. But... You know, uh, when it comes to service, it's very low, character very low. Yeah. So what, what is, um, this is my question, what is the, if you, systematic approach for you, like the apostles, what, how would you guys choose somebody between being extremely talented that sings and, and shouts and all that, between somebody that doesn't have a calling and they just want to serve? Good question. That's very loaded. So let me give you a loaded answer in, in literally a few minutes. Number one, you might be called. The question is where to? There it is. If you're not called to be in this house, no matter what we do, you're not going to fit. That's why a lot of people come to this house with the baggage of where they were from, thinking that they can start here where they left off there. So that's, that's a very, very good thing. And the bottom line of it also is this. If you're not willing to be processed mm. in, in a fresh environment, in a new place, I wouldn't put you. I wouldn't put you. The difference between talent and the, difference between talent and the anointed is this. And always remember this. You can teach a person that is faithful. Yes. But you can't teach a person who comes ready-made. Because there's some things you are going to have to get rid of in order to learn. What you did, that's the way how you were in that house. 
Okay, nothing, not that there's anything wrong with that house, but you're in a different house now. This is a different vision. So to me, there's a difference between talent and the anointing. Satan's talent. Satan was anointed before he became talented. Mm. See? And, and also, I, this is good. I think this is good. One of the things that I tell people is this. You can teach, for example. For example, you can teach the anointing. But the truth is you have to catch it. That's right. Wow. And if people are in a place and they've not caught the spirit of the house, you should never put them in leadership to begin with. If you put them in because of the letter, the letter does not mean they have the anointing for it. When somebody is, number one, when somebody is processed, and pardon the expression, if they see your rear end, it's not going to put them off you. They're called to serve. And your weaknesses do not offend them. They are called to serve. Come on. And less than that, they should not. Now, that's why I believe something's happening in a ministry, not because of the leader, but to reveal the hearts of the people to the leader. So it's very easy in the end to, to do that. Like I have found out that if somebody really is anointed, case in good illustration, if somebody really is anointed, there's certain things you don't need to teach. I know it sounds weird. I'm telling you what I know. If somebody really is anointed and they know atmosphere and they know you're anointed, you don't need to teach that. Because if they're submitted to that, they flow in that. Yeah. Powerful, powerful. Yeah, Dad, um, I think this one goes with one of your chapters, the indicators of purpose. One of the young people were asking, how can I be sure that I'm walking in my purpose? I believe that there are indicators. Lift your hand and say indicators. 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 There's indicators that, that you know that you're walking in your purpose or that is your purpose. One thing is to know your purpose. One thing is you walk in it. Something very powerful that Apostle taught today that Jesus said, many are called, few are chosen. Those that are chosen are not chosen by God because God decided, I'm not choose her, but not her. God chose before time. He foreknew, and based on that, he made a decision. In other words, you're going to be the remnant if you choose to obey the call now. Come on. So it's so powerful what he said, but he says something very powerful, very, very powerful. I said to a person one day, I said, nobody else can do what I do. And then he said, you're so prideful. Mm. I said, nobody else could do what Moses could do. And, and that is the difference. So many people that rebels from, from this house, they said, I'm not, I'm not a copy. That is true. But there's a difference between imitate and being a copy. Yes. There's a big difference. There's a big difference, but there's another Friday I can come and teach you. So the indicators of purpose. I'm going to get into it. Don't, don't leave yet, please. The indicators of purpose. Number one, what is your passion toward? What are you passionate for? Passion speaks of, is an indicator of your purpose. The second thing is, in other words, what releases your passion? What releases your compassion? That's another key, an indicator. Another indicator is what comes easy for you to do. 
Can you mention something else? Yeah. I can give you 10. Okay. When, when, you, say, <laughs> when you say what comes easy, I, think, I want this to be clear. Because mm -hmm. I still grace, think What they got the grace for. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. There you go. What they got the grace 100%. for to 100%. do. 100%. No, 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 no. This to me is very important. Yes. Because I believe, because we, we, I understand when we speak, we are shaping lives. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I take every word that I say serious, because I'm going to be held to an account for it. I, I, everything Apostle said, I don't disagree with any of it. I, to be honest with you, it is so clear, I don't even, I could add to it. I don't think I need to, because to me, it's, it's, it's crystal clear, Apostle. Yes. Crystal clear. I like that. Okay, the question that, 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 that we have here was, I can mention a lot of them, but you can get it in my book later. <laughs> okay. okay, you know, something that Apostle mentioned in is how to know your purpose. Yeah. The natural people, there's a lot of uh, what I call motivational speakers, and they speak about purpose, but they present purpose as something natural. And the, it is more a motivational book than a purpose book. Mm -hmm. And purpose, as he said it, is supernatural. Mm -hmm. So they present something like, you know, you can do your purpose, you just be strong and be encouraged, and <laughs> that, that's not what Apostle, it is. Uh -huh. You know, you know I, we just, I think we stumbled onto something in the spirit dimension here. One of the ways how you know your God-given purpose is because it's bigger than you. Moses, when his purpose was given, fear came in his life. Yeah. yeah. Almost every man that God ever called, yes. they received their purpose with awe. Mm, yes. In fact, they were shocked to even hear the voice of God, one thing. But the next thing was to realize we're called to. And then like what you just finished saying, Apostle, from the moment God called Moses and said, you have to go to Pharaoh, Moses in his heart knew Nobody else could go. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I really felt that's going to be clear. There was, there's an, that's something that is missing today. It's, it, passion is a part of it. It's a part of it. Wow. Some things you can teach, but some things is sovereign. Yeah, yeah. Some, some things are sovereign. Moses received it with the fear of God because a purpose is always bigger than you. I remember when the first time the Lord took me to heaven, I could, I could, one day I might tell you about it. Apostle could tell you the first time he heard the audible voice of God. What God called you to do was bigger than you. Yes. What the Lord called me to do was bigger than me. And I tell you what it leaves you with. It leaves you thinking, can I really do this thing? And that's how you know that a God-given purpose takes the anointing to do it. Yes. One of the indicators of purpose, one of the indicators of purpose is watch what the anointing comes on in your life and watch what the anointing lifts off. Wow, come on. Why is it if you do a particular thing, it comes every time? And why is it when you try to do it the way you want to do it, it doesn't come? It's an indicator of purpose. Now, the secret of it is, because it is super, it is natural, but the right word is, it's super. Yes. See what I'm trying to say? Natural purpose can take a while to do it because it's career-based thinking. When the anointing comes on you, 
God, I've seen it happen. I cannot explain it, but I've seen it. I've seen men do things overnight that naturally could not be done. I've seen nations shake in a day that couldn't be shaken in every way because we're talking the supernatural. That's one of the, in, that's one of the other indicators of purpose. Watch what you're liquid in. Watch what you're fluent in versus what you have to work hard to do. Yeah. Mark those things. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us today and a special shout out to those who follow us on a weekly basis. If you love what you heard, hit the subscribe button and follow us at Remnant Youth on Instagram and YouTube. God bless you. We love you.